Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rice Dynasty podcast, and you are currently listening to the owner of a three-in-one tanking team. That's right. It's me. I'm in third place. I'm close to getting a buy. I'm close to securing my buy, uh, which is exactly what I want, all right? I want to win a championship while tanking. I'm going to be the first one to do it, uh, and it's going to be this year. And some would say it's counterproductive because, John, if you win a championship, it's going to reset anyways. Why are you tanking? You got all these picks for nothing. Um, and you'll see. Maybe I got a little trick up my sleeve, you know? You never know. Wow. It's going to be wild when you tank in the championship game just so that you have <laughs> all the first-round picks next year. And then yep. you can just win the next year. Exactly. That's what I'm, that's what I'm planning on doing because, like, 2023 is not a great year to win you know that's like a bad it's like a weird number you know i don't like it it's an odd number i think i've only won even numbers maybe yeah you, I you do you won covid year and then you won 2022 yeah you're like so, the san francisco giants of a few years yeah, ago like you can't win on even year odd year even year baby that's me i i only do even years so even if i'm close to winning i'm gonna just bench whoever's left on Monday Night Football because I don't want to win, you know? A-Chain benched. A-Chain <laughs> on Monday night. No. I don't. He's going to be bad. I need to bench him. That's going to be my excuse. And wow. we're like, no. Yeah. So, And everyone's going to believe me, too. They're like, yeah, true. He'll probably be bad. It's like yeah, Monday night. he's probably going to be bad, yeah. Yeah. He's only rushing for, like, 10 yards of carry recently. Not yeah, good that's enough. Really, oh, that is disgusting number like give me triple digits or give me nothing you know like i want a 100 yards of carry running back please <laughs> so since the last time we had a podcast things have happened the uh, the standings have changed john you are you are ahead of me in the standings despite the fact that i am going all in and you are tanking yeah <laughs> but absolutely wild I remember week one when uh, you you set a record. You beat me down so badly, you set a record. But now I'm here, getting revenge on you by being directly above you in the standings. You scored but, 30 points week one, John. Yep, and it's been nothing. I, just like I expected, it's been nothing but up. You know, <laughs> nothing but up after. So that's what I told my win streak. That's what I told my team in the locker room, and it, it lit a fire under their asses. I'll tell you what. They, wow. Yeah crazy coach of the year probably i mean yeah probably i mean how did i win two championships before it's good coaching folks start coaching your players this guy's a motivator he's uh he's kicking my ass in madden and he's coaching his team to kick a butt in fantasy football this is pretty wild stuff um from john this guy's a football guru here wow Clearly. um since then i have not won a game i lost to tom in a high-scoring, competitive game, really fun game to kind of monitor. And then last week, I laid an egg. Uh, my team did not do well at all. Uh, Tyreek Hill died. Um, Austin Eckler, still not playing. Cooper Cup, still not playing. Um, Mike Williams, dead. J.K. Dobbins, dead. It's been really fun. 
I've been enjoying this a lot. Yes, all these players that I gave up first round picks for and sold my soul to the devil to try to win this year. It's going really well. It's been fun. Yeah, man. Ugh. That's just the fantasy football is just brutal sometimes. It is. I, th- I think you're doing all the right moves. You did. I, I wouldn't regret making those trades just because people got injured. Like you can't predict, you can't predict it. You know, maybe you could have predict Dobbins because he's like super. I mean, that was a while ago. Didn't you draft him? You drafted him. I drafted Anyways. him. He's been on my team the whole time. So you didn't, yeah, you didn't pain. trade for him. You're no one was your pain. Him. Yeah, I I have been up. Uh, I mentioned to Michael I've been updating the league history book, which I got to post in the new chat. But uh, I went through all the drafts, and yeah, looking at that. Looking at that 2020 draft, I mean, it wasn't just you that fucked up, Michael. It was a lot of people that fucked up. Basically letting Chris grab all of the scraps um, in the second round um, and just, yeah, win the, and the third round, not to mention, and just, you know, sort of win this draft casually. As Michael had, like, three three picks, and the first three picks. and, and I fucked yeah. up all of them except for Jonathan Taylor, and I traded him immediately. Yep. It was yep. great. Yeah, it was really fun. I could have had C.D. Lamb. Could have had, could have had Jonathan so Taylor. Could have had Justin Jefferson. Nah, yeah. good. J.K. Dobbins, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, yeah. fide mm. stars. There were tons of like good picks all over this draft. About T. Higgins was in the second round. Brandon Ayuk was in the third round. Like yeah, um, Justin Herbert. I traded to you for nothing. I remember Jalen Hurts was in the third round. Joe Burrow was picked by Tom before Justin Jefferson, um, but later in the first round. Yeah, well, this, that draft was, if I look back at all the drafts, that's like the most exciting draft to me. Um, even Gabe Davis, who's a fourth rounder, is starting to like look a little consistent and good. James Robinson was that year. I mean, what a fun year. Yeah, so much fun. Fantasy Grant had low-key gr- low Grant had a fucking good draft. Right before he got kicked out of this league. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Grant. Um, I was like, who's Grant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He drafted Zach Moss. Looking good now. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. Gabe mm-hmm. Davis. They're all paying off now. <laughs> um, oh Albert God. Ho. Not paying off. But Grant. Shout out Grant. Shout out Max. Shout out Dante. Yeah. Dude, The, tw- the our first draft is so fucking bad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad i don't know how we were so awful at this but i don't right like once we get to round like seven i start to like be like why these players (laughs) suck ass and they almost all of them immediately retired so yeah we were idiots we didn't understand how this worked but here we are now and i'm still an idiot i still don't get how this works i still can't win um (laughs) it's fine everything's fine as the whole thing around me is just set on fire. Okay. He'll be okay. Um, you still got talent. We'll, we'll talk see. about it in the power rankings. We will. Power rankings. Are you ready, John? Yeah, let's go. Number 10. Quinn. Yeah. Don't think there's much disputing here. Um, Quinn got a win this year. And that's incredible, to be honest with you. Um, bright spots for Quinn. Anthony Richardson, looking good. That's it. Those are the bright spots. No, Zay Flowers looks good. I, I, despite the fact that he hasn't put up massive yardage, 
because it's a Baltimore offense that's just weird. Um, Zay Flowers has looked good. Jordan Addison has looked good. Um, weird, interesting Terry McLaurin trade. I actually think he kind of won that trade in general, um, getting rid of Alvin Kamara. Um, Hollywood Brown hasn't looked bad. So, no. you know, give him credit. He's He's pulled together... A few bright spots on this otherwise abysmal team. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mike, this is the first time I've had him as last. I had me as last every week. But yeah, I like uh, like this team. I think the Jalen Waddles clearly all in on the tank this year. Um, so yeah, this is, his team is behind him. He just got he got Jaleel McLaughlin by putting seventy three dollars on him. Yeah, no kidding. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> or $76, excuse me. Uh, you're welcome, Quinn, for dropping him. And yeah, he's just got a lot of like rookies and young players here that, you know, aren't like insanely popping off yet. That's what he wants. Uh, I haven't checked. I'm guessing he's definitely currently the owner of the first pick of the draft. He is. He would get the 101 if it ended today. And he still has his first, so he would get that 101. Could be good next year. Okay, um, number nine. John, it's not you. It's Charlie. Charlie's not good, man. He's just not. Um, this team is, especially this week, I mean, man, this team is in shambles. Like, Tank Dell, decent bright spot. Mike Evans, hurt, dead, again. Um, DK Metcalf, DK Midcalf, we know this. Um, team's not great, man. Like, I don't know where you go. David Montgomery, Kyron Williams, really nice pieces. Tank, Charlie. Tank. Get rid of these guys. Go all in to rebuild. That's what you got to do, man, but you won't do it. All right, yeah, I also have Charlie at number nine. I, I really th- agree with you. I think he, he needs to, because he's got some good pieces here. Um, especially some good like dynasty pieces. I think now that Mike Evans is hurt, Chris Godwin is is going to be really good. I think people will try to trade for him. David Montgomery, he should not be rostering him. And same with Kyron Williams. Yeah, um, maybe Charlie could trade me one of those quarterbacks of his. I need a quarterback now. Who knows? He's he's got a lot of players. You know, I, I I've got a lot of first rounders. Even I've been I've been telling Charlie, hey, I'll give you a first rounder for one of these players. Um, he hates first rounders, John. Those are useless. I know. I have I have a lot of them, and uh, but that's what you do if you're tanking. You're zero four at this point. I don't think you can roster a starting lineup that is going to allow you to come back and into the playoffs and win a championship. I, this is this is how you tank, Charlie. You you, you sell these high. Uh, I, I think Kyron Williams is a is a good sell because I'm in the camp that I think he's going to be good going forward. But there's a good chance that. This is just like a, a short t- short-term thing for the Rams, and next year they draft a running back or, or pick one up. So I think it's a good sell. Yeah, I don't think he will, but, um, you know, that's kind of what Charlie's done every year. So he's going to go all in trying to get his second championship, try to reset this league. It's not going to happen because you're 0-4. You have a better chance of making the playoffs than him. Yep, think straight about up. That. So... Um, I have you here at eight, despite the fact that you are on a tear and you're you've made good runs. You've had this very cool storybook run here, John. I think it's coming to an end. Um, 
somebody can't start two two out well and win games. I just don't believe it. I can't. I can't believe in that. Like the fact that my wide receivers are like Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup, and you're scoring more points than me with two two out well and George Pickens. Like this just can't happen. I can't believe it for too long. Um, a chain has been a revelation. Uh, I'll let you talk more on him because he, he is fantastic. He he could be. Um, like that next Austin Eckler kind of player because of how explosive he is. He's just so fast. Like he doesn't need that many touches to be effective in fantasy. I mean, the last few weeks have just been unbelievable. I'll let you go on and more. I don't know if we've ever seen a player like this. And I yeah. mean, ever. That's, I mean, that's why he's taken in the late, first round of like dynasty this year and why i'm extremely hesitant everything i'm hearing about him is like don't draft him look at his everyone who is his size and has his build has sucked at fantasy but no one yeah here he is it does he's the first one as as his size of build to do it i don't know if the people his size were as fast as he was um and maybe we should have looked at the hints more that miami i Mike McDaniel, he, li- he likes fast players, and he likes to use them a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, looking back at it, it should have been more obvious to us that, that he was going to be used a lot immediately. Uh, and he's worthy of it, clearly. Like, helped a ton in their um, blowout of Denver and losing against Buffalo last week. They still used him a good amount, even though they were down most of that game. So uh, they See, clearly, clearly yeah. like him a lot. That, I think, is such a good point that you just brought up. They were losing. Negative game plan. More of a throwing game plan. You're down the whole game. That Buffalo game. They were down the whole game. Devon Nachain still finds the end zone. Still used out of the backfield. Like, they yeah. realize how talented he is. He's such a weapon in the red zone. RIP to Tyree Kill last week. Mm-hmm. They just, hey, A-Chain's fast. Let's find him a hole and he's going to get in. Like, that's really positive. Because it wasn't just, like you said, like the Denver game where they're just blowing him out. We're just going to run the ball. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, I, it, they, they gave it – he was mostly in in the red zone too, which is also a really good sign for fantasy po- fantasy points. Um, but, yeah, there's a – I'm winning. I agree this can't last forever with those two wide receivers in. And I have two – the two tight ends set right now. Just made a trade with Jack. Um Josh Allen, rest in peace. That's the other big hole is I have to start Mac Jones the rest of the year probably. And but yeah, going forward, I got another first. I got Debo, who I who, who I love to have. Um and Laporta, who I, one of these tight ends is gonna go. I don't know which yet, but we'll see. Yeah. But I love La, um, I love Laporta. Love me some Laporta. True. Yeah, you've made you've made nice moves. Um you really have. You've set yourself up really well to construct a roster and rebuild it as fast as possible if there is not a reset you will be a contender if not next year definitely the year after if there is not a reset by then um which we'll see at number seven i think things get a little tougher um for right now i'm gonna put nick here i think it's close um nick has Nikki pulled out of a win last week, and it was a much-needed win. Um, 0-4, you're not going to make the playoffs. Um, he's he's had a tough start to the schedule. Um, it hasn't been easy. He hasn't gotten a lot of breaks. 
even the week he played Alex, Alex dropped 140 on him. So not like you're going to win a lot of times when your opponent's dropping 140 on you. Um, the big disappointment on this roster, obviously, Jameer Gibbs has not <laughs> lived up to expectation. This dude is just not getting the ball. Um, and that's frustrating because this roster isn't that bad if you look at it. Um, you look at all the guys he's starting and you're like, yeah, these guys could start on a winning team. This, these players that start are good enough to be on a team that wins. Um, it just hasn't happened yet for Nick, so I think right now i got to put him at 7. Uh, I have Alex at 7. Ooh, okay, our first disagreement here. Explain. Yes. He had a really bad week, obviously, against uh, against me, and I, I think it's starting to show a little bit of his holes. Tight end, big hole for him. Um, I'm a little worried for... Like I just mentioned, I guess I'm a little worried for for Mostert if they keep giving A-Chain the ball in the red zone like they did last week. Um, and then Ramadre Stevenson and the Pats offense. I know I'm starting their quarterback, but I don't know how this gets better from here. Um, I'm a little worried for, for Ramadre. Uh, but yeah, it, it was definitely an out-of-character week for Alex overall unlucky. Kirk is not going to have that bad of a game usually. Um, yeah, Alave did nothing. But um, I, I still think he's a good team, and he's on the cusp of playoffs. Uh, he's he's definitely above the the other three here, so it's close between him, him and Nick. But, yeah, I think this past week showed that, that his team might be a little inconsistent. Yeah. Um, Alex checks in at six for me. I I agree with a lot of the things you said. Olave not um, living up to expectations so far. Ramadre, dude, New England's cooked, man. Yeah. Belichick, he might not have a job next year. Yeah, I don't know time, if he should. It's They're time terrible. to move on. It's time to move on. They're good yeah. <laughs> defensively. Um, but they're, they're not. Fine. They're not even good defensively. Yeah. Dallas defense- scored 28 in the first half. Yeah, most of it was because Dallas. I mean, Dallas's defense is just so goddamn good, and they get a pick every time. Yeah. Um, but I agree, their de- New England defense definitely not as good as last year, and that's like the one. That's the one thing you're keeping Bill Belichick around for is as he's been so good defensively these these past years. And yeah, if that starts falling apart, then you're like, okay, what's the point here anymore? And Mac Jones isn't working out, and it might be time to move on. It might be. It's they don't have a lot of talent, man. I mean, they just don't like both sides of the ball. They don't have much talent. I think it's only going to get worse because Matthew Judon's hurt and um, Christian Gonzalez, the rookie they took out of Oregon, he just got hurt. Those guys are out for a significant amount of time. Those were two of their best defensive players. Anyway, not that this is a New England Patriots podcast, <laughs> but um, man, yeah, I don't know. Alex might. You make good points that he might suffer. From these things, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Mostert and um, A Chain. Whether it's just going to be a touchdown week for one of them or both of them. Like Miami's good enough where it could be, but not maybe not consistent enough where it's going to be both of them every week. So who knows? So he's six for me, and I'm assuming your six will be Nick. Yeah. Okay. Anything you want to add to Nick? 
Um, yeah, Nick wise, I, I, I still think long-term Nick's roster is a little better than Alex's right now. I think Alex needs to add a couple pieces, but I think Nick has been just a little bit more unlucky with, with certain players and we're still, still, still waiting for some people to be consistent. I know Gibbs is frustrating a lot of, a lot of people right now. Um, but, uh, I, I am on the train that I think it's ridiculous that we are expecting this man. I know we're looking at a chain and, and B. John Robinson and going, why can't he be like that? Um, but a chain and Robinson are not behind David Montgomery, who is, who looks insanely good right now. Let's be honest. He, this is the best I've ever seen him look. So yeah, I know we, I know the Lions drafted him first round, but if, Dave, if David Montgomery is like r- r- rolling people over like that, you're not going to be like Dan Campbell's not going to be like, well, we drafted Gibbs first round though. So we're going to say you Montgomery. got to play him. <laughs> yeah. So it's just right now and get honestly, Gibbs has looked good, but he's, he has looked a little like scared almost at times. Like he definitely looks like he's not fully comfortable yet. So I, I still think he's going to pay off. You see me in the chat. I keep telling Nick, like I'll try, I'll take him if you don't want to wait um, <laughs> because I do think he will be good. Maybe this year, at the end of the year. So, yeah, it's just it's a waiting game for Nick, um, and he's had a sad start to the season. But I think in three or four weeks, we're going to be singing a different tune here for Nick. To be honest, we could. He's got a big opportunity this week. Um, yeah, I will let you as we make the turn into the top five. Uh, I'll let you take over from there. And John, who is uh, number five for you? Uh, it is Anthony. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Howell at the moon. Um, he had a good bounce back week for a lot of his players. Um, Najee Harris, uh, he finally had a week over 10. Congrats, Anth. Uh, <laughs> Why do I send sarcasm there? <laughs> I mean, he's sending like tweets about how Najee Harris is like statistically so, so good here. But in reality, like he's just, he's, He's not um, – his snap percentage is way down too. Like, they clearly just don't want to include him in this game plan as much, which even if he's looking good, like, they like Jalen Warren as well. T. Higgins got hurt. I'm not I – have, I haven't heard any updates on how that's going. He broke some ribs. Yeah. Yeah, which so good. he's – I don't know if he's going to play this week. Probably not. Yeah, Anthony seems a bit banged up, and he still just has a tight end problem, which he – yeah, he's going to have until – He's just got to trade for someone else. That was another thing. Looking through the draft boards, um, Anthony has – he's straight up just been awful at drafting tight ends. Oh, uh, man. He drafted in, – in the very first, first redraft, um, very first draft, he drafted Jack Doyle in the 11th round. That was who he decided was going to be his tight end one. That's um, tough. And then Hunter Henry and Tyler Eifert. Um yeah, he just Hey, Hunter Henry, not bad. Not bad now, for sure. He's <laughs> tight end five. Yeah. Yeah, finally paying off for you, Anth. Why isn't he why isn't he on your roster anymore? Ooh, yeah, you hate to see that. Hate to see it. Um but yeah, uh well uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he has time to hold Kyle Pitts anymore. I something something's gonna have to change in Atlanta. I don't know what's what's happening there. But Anthony's number five for now. Um, but I still think he's, uh, despite injuries, he's still competing. He's still competing up here. Yeah, I I can't, like, take 
last week and then suddenly move him above a team like a Jack or myself or Tom. Um, I'm going to go Anthony in this spot too. Um, I would add to it that Zach Moss is going to be gone after this, which means your RB2 becomes Damian Pierce. And now you start to feel the effects of Nick Chubb, um, which is unfortunate. But, yeah, I, I'm going to put Anthony here at this five spot for now. Um, he's 2-2. Two and two. He's still competing. He, he'll compete every week. Like, he's not, he's not an easy win by any means. Um, but I don't think this team is that great. So I'll, I'll keep him at five for right now because he's banged up. Yeah, this is the first season I look at Anthony's team, and I, I'm uh, not as scared to play him. I play him this week, so you know I'm on a roll. I could pull off. The you are on a roll. You're hot. <laughs> uh, my number four is Tom. What? Yeah, Tom Myering is my number four. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Disrespect. Disrespect to you, Tom. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, um, until Burrow gets rested, I, I, I'm not that scared of this Tom team. He had, uh, a nice bolster from Justin Fields this week who was playing Denver. I'm afraid that's going to be maybe the only good week out of Justin Fields he might get. Yeah, I, I think Tom's team is just not performing as well as I thought they would right now. And yeah, I gotta admit, I'm a little a little scared for Tom. He does have Nico Collins who popped off and has been looking good this year. Nico Collins out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so he might be CJ Stroud's favorite. That's a good plug-in for him going forward um, until he starts sucking if he does. But overall, I'm we're gonna have to wait till after the bye week to reassess these Bengals players and see if that offense finally like. If, if Joe Burrow gets some rest and feels better, like, I don't know what's happening. Um, I know th- a similar thing happened last year, but not for this long and not as bad as last year's slow start for Burrow. Okay. Uh, we're going to differ again here. I've got myself at four. Um, my team's not that good right now. The last Last week especially, you saw this is what these injuries do for you. Like, Javante Williams got hurt. Yes, that probably killed me. That probably ended my week right there because all Javante has to do is go for 10 points like he's been averaging and I win last week. Maybe I'm singing singing a different tune, but the truth of the matter is, like, without Austin Eckler, without Cooper Cup, um, without Mike Williams, without J.K. Dobbins, I don't have the depth. Like, I'm playing these flex players that I don't really want to play. I don't want to be playing Javante right now. I really don't. I want him to recover. I want him to heal this year. And I want him to really get back to where he was physically so that he can be viable for fantasy. Right now, he's not. But I'm forced to play him because of how banged up this team is. Um, Tyler Lockett is not who I want to be playing. I didn't give up all this draft capital to be playing Tyler Lockett. He's supposed to be this safeguard. Yet, um, here I am. I had to play Tyler Lockett because Christian Watson was on a snap count. Yet, he scored. So, yeah, he scored more points. But I had to be careful there. Um, yeah, the, Darren Waller has not been what I've wanted him to be. Um, 
I was not expecting him to be as pedestrian, but I guess I overestimated the Giants because the Giants are terrible. Um, I have more I could say, but I'm pretty down on the way my roster has been going just because of how banged up it is. So I, I've got myself at four right now. I can't say I'm better than those top three teams. Uh, I got you at three. Um, and I it's because I slight I, I just have a slight slightly more positive outlook for you than Tom right now. Um, and it's mainly just me still imagining your lineup once like I know you got some players that are just done for the season, but we forget you get, you got injured players who are, are sitting down there that they're coming back soon. And when when this lineup has Tyree Kill, Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, Bijan Robinson, Austin Eckler, when you're rolling with those players, I'm like uh, that's that's insane, um, and I definitely think that lineup would deserve at least number three. If I was power ranking you based off of this week, and we'll go into our predictions of you against Chris, yeah, I don't think you're the num- you're going to be the third highest scoring team this week. But next week, when Eckler's probably back, Cup might be back. That's going to be a nasty lineup. So uh, I got you at three for now. Yeah, I hope so. I think they the Chargers probably looked at this and said, okay. We're playing the Raiders. We're playing Minnesota. We can win these games. We don't need Eckler. Let's get him to the bye so he gets three full weeks of rest. Well, I guess it's four full weeks of rest. He gets a month, basically. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get to the Dallas game and we'll bring him back because we probably need him then. Um, I'm not opposed to that because of the, I won't get too nerdy here, but the nature of like a high ankle sprain is – Basically, you put pressure through it, you run on it, you you know, you know, cut on it, you're just going to keep flaring it up over and over until it's fully healed with how early it is in the season. Would I rather have Austin Eckler at the end of the year or right now? Absolutely, it's for the playoffs. So I get what they're doing. Doesn't mean it helped my team. So <laughs> here I am. Um, yeah, number two, who you got, John? Uh, oh, wait, sorry, I have to give my three. Um at three right now, I would go with Tom. Uh, this team's it's also banged up. Like you said, the Bengals thing, not good. Um, I'm really curious what's going on there. Because I, I, from everything I've seen, Joe Burrow's not healthy. He's just not. He's just going to keep no, playing. He's not. Um, he's like slowly just getting back his agility. He's not moving, man. Like, yeah. you look at what Joe Burrow typically does, he's typically a guy who's going to run for, you know, at least a few scrambles a game. Like, look at him last year. Like, especially, like, middle of the year, he would have, you know, six carries, 47 yards, four for 25, like, 11 for 46. You know, nothing crazy, but you look at this year, one scramble attempt, one scramble attempt three rushing attempts three rushing attempts that's not what joe burrow does he's mobile he moves in the pocket he's a dual threat to that extent in that he's not a statue right now he's not right i I can just see it um and that's why i've got him at three because if joe burrow's right Brees hall and now apparently is going to be off of a snap count kenneth walker dude i'm gonna get up on my high horse because you and i called this Remember everyone was like, oh, Kenneth Walker's done. Like, Zach Charbonnet's <laughs> the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, everybody. Kenneth Walker is the guy. Kenneth Walker is one of the five best running backs in the NFL. 
Um, if you don't believe me, he's averaging about five yards a carry on a on a Seattle team that's starting two left two tackles that they got off the street. Look it up. They it, it, before the Detroit <laughs> game, both of their tackles got placed on IR, and they brought in two tackles off the street. Walker's an outside runner. He's playing with literally people who were coaching high school football a few weeks ago as tackles, two traffic cones, and he's still a top five running back. Makes me feel even worse that the Lions lost to them now. So Sorry. <laughs> hey, you know what? You've beaten the Packers. You, you killed the Packers, and you beat the Chiefs, all right? You we'll take those three wins. And one. I'll take those You're doing wins. fine. You're doing fine, okay? Um, <sighs> Kenneth Walker is that dude. All right. I don't want to hear Zach Charbonnet nothing. Like Zach Charbonnet can't do the things Kenneth Walker the third does. You want Definitely. more proof? Look at Michigan State after Kenneth Walker left. We're terrible. <laughs> We're, We're so, so bad. bad. We can't do anything offensively. You know who scored the only touchdown in the Iowa game? Our linebacker. Because <laughs> they played a backup quarterback. Okay. Sorry. I'm done. Tom, you're three. Your team. If, if Burrow gets healthy, Chase, who... Did you see Chase's quote, by the way? No. They asked oh, him... Oh, yeah, I definitely did. You having a hard time with separation? You know what he said? I'm fucking open or something. <laughs> I'm always fucking open. Yeah, I'm always fucking open. <laughs> I mean, that's the... Uh, but that, like, I know it's probably a joke for him, but um, it's like a, a big part of it isn't Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has sucked, but also their line, their offensive line is also bad. Mm-hmm. Um so that has made it like Joe Burrow has to throw it immediately. Uh, so that also makes it hard. Yeah, the Bengals just, they don't look great so far, but they still got so much talent. It's hard not to believe they, I, it's hard to, it's hard to believe that this will be them for the whole season, you know? Like, they're just, they're good. They're good. They're really good players, so. You know, I actually disagree. Really? I think if I'm the, if I'm the Bengals, if I lose this week, I'm shutting Burrow down. He's going on IR. Yeah, I know. If we're going to lose, we're going to lose big. I think that's what they should do already. Like, I think they should. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, if they lose this week to Arizona, then I absolutely should start considering some things here. They already lost to Tennessee and barely scoring anything, and that Titans team doesn't look great this year, so. Not at all. No. Not at all. Not at all. That was the first week that the Tennessee Titans offense looked good, and it's like. Yeah, that's, oh, it was the Bengals. Like, how much do we believe this? <laughs> yeah, that's it's, so weird to say. Um, okay, number two. I think we're probably both gonna agree here. Yeah, that's we it's got Jack. It. Yeah, especially Jack after made some moves. Especially after the trade. Um, yes, um, addressed the biggest position weakness on his team. He now has Josh Allen, who I believe is quarterback two. Yep, quarterback two. He's got Travis Kelsey. Um, damn, this team's scary, man. What the hell? Why'd you do this, John? It was a good trade for both of us um, because, I, you know, I look at that trade. I'm like, I got a haul. But I don't think any – I think he did what he needed to do, which he doesn't want to have both San Francisco wide receivers. So he got rid of Debo, and he needs mm-hmm. a quarterback. Um, so – and he doesn't need Laporta. Why the hell would he need Laporta? He has Travis Kelsey. Um, right. So, Yeah. Might as well trade those two players. They're they're pretty worthless for him because, yeah, he has to decide between Ayuk and Debo every week. He doesn't want to have to do that. And then first rounder, who cares if he wins the championship, obviously. So this is a good idea for him. Good trade for both of us. 
It was. Um, but now he's just... You know that, as you know, Josh Allen can win you weeks. Like he did last week. Like yep. the dude he dropped won, like He literally 50. won me a week. He won me a week. So Yeah, he wins you weeks. He's that guy. Like he's that good. And you don't know when it's coming. Jets, three interceptions. Dolphins, we think they're the best team in the league. Whoops, just kidding. 50-point bomb from Josh Allen. Um, that makes a team that was already extremely consistent and talented and scary just even more so. Like Keenan Allen. God, why did I get rid of Keenan Allen? That was He's a so mistake. Good. He's so good. He's so good, man. He's so freaking good. Um, yeah, this team is very good. James Cook. Uh, looking really nice, very solid, extremely consistent. Like he's going to give you 15 a week. Um, yeah, this team's really good. I'm scared. Yeah, Jack's made some good moves this year. Um, he has. His trade with Chris was pretty good too. Yeah, he's made he's made good moves. So this team's looking good now. I don't know if it's good enough to beat beat that team. We have a number one who. <sighs> Dude, I don't know if ever, anyone's good enough to be the team we have a number one. This might this might be the year. I'm gonna say it now. This might be the year. Oh, you're gonna say it now. I'm gonna say it now. This might be the year Chris wins, guys. Um Ah oh, man. Yeah. This Dude, is a, I don't I don't know what to tell you. First this team first time scoring two hundred for Chris, by the way. Congrats to him. Really? Yep. First of many. Dude. You know what sucks? What? He somehow got a quarterback too. Yep, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is actually good. Yep, he is a viable player in the NFL and in fantasy. So In the NFL, he's very good. Oh, like, yeah. Dynasty-wise, he, he's really good. Yep. Um, yeah, he's had a really nice start to the year. Christian McCaffrey, is there anything else you can say? I mean... Hmm. He's beating out quarterback scoring, John. Hmm. He's not just the number one like running back. He's not just the number one flex. He's the number one player in God. fantasy. That includes quarterbacks. Oh, he's How so do you compete good. with that? He is so freaking good. My God. And in San Francisco, too. Oh, man. You know right. that in a game that they had our quarterback that had a throwing arm... San Francisco hasn't lost with Christian McCaffrey. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. The one game they lost, it was because Brock Purdy didn't have an arm. Yeah, I remember. They haven't lost a game with Christian McCaffrey at running back. He's so he's so good. It's so, insane. And uh, now, don't worry. He only just added Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, and Alvin Kamara to this team. Pretty yeah, casual. Pretty casual. My God, this this team, it's laughable how insane. This might be like, I want to put this team up in like a competition of other dynasty leagues and see if we have like the best super team built assembled of all time that hasn't won a championship ever. It hasn't won a championship. You had to throw that in there. Yeah. Oh. oh, man. Chris yeah. is listening to this like right now like, yes, yes, yes. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> But you got to give credit to Chris here because, all right, going back to our 2018 draft in which we all stunk, Chris also stunk. His his draft was awful. Um, He had almost – his only good picks, Christian McCaffrey in the second round and Austin Eckler in the 21st round. 
Um, wow. Yeah, insane. Uh, Should I trade him Eckler? Yeah, I think so. I think he needs he needs the gang back together. Uh, but none of these players he has on his team right now were drafted besides Christian McCaffrey, basically. So he made insane moves <laughs> to get this team. Like, I don't know. I want to just like, I want to make a documentary on how he got to this team to where it is right now, because my God. Yeah. Insane. Um, truly unbelievable. Very well done by this man. So, uh, yeah. Number one. Not really much to say about it. Okay. Let's get into predictions for this week. Um, let's start with Nick and Charlie. I don't think there's any way we can put a spread on this because Charlie is currently starting three players that are on bye. So. <laughs> okay. Who's he going to put in? He's going to put in. Who's he going to put in? You it's tell not, me. It's not going to be. It's not going to be good. Michael Gallup? It's not going to be good. KJ Osborne? He's going to have to put in wide receivers. This running back suck. Okay, this is going to be a bad week for Charlie. Nick by 200. Nick by a million. <laughs> this is He might as well keep the buy players in. He might as well. Um, Tom looking for a bounce back against Quinn. Man, what a time for Tom to play Quinn. Think about how lucky this is. True. You know who Tom has to start at running back this week? I mean, you can look it up. but. Yep, Spears. The boy Spears. No, no Jerome Ford. No Kenneth Walker. No Rashad White. He has to start Tajay Spears at running back. Yep. And he's still going to win. Lucky, lucky roll of, the, roll of the die for Tom. He's had a, he's had a, a pretty tough schedule so far. So kind of deserves it. He, he has the most points allowed in 506. So, and he's still 3-1. Yeah, that's and one. pretty impressive. Still 3-1. Yeah. and one, So, I mean, I most... I, big chunk of that is allowing 200 points to chris so yeah that'll yeah, happen 200 points to chris and then i had 134 against him and he still beat me yeah so pretty impressive um but yeah 200 to chris will that'll do you do that to you um tom's gonna win this game though quinn still sucks yeah i agree um I guess by win percentage likelihood, this is the tightest game of the week. We have Alex versus Jack. Wow. Kind of kind of an important game for both of them, honestly. Yeah. Um, if you're Jack, you don't want to be 2-3. and three. And if you're Alex, you don't want to be 2-3. and Because if you're Alex, you're trying to make the playoffs this year. I mean, the time is now. You're going to try to try to get it into the playoffs. So, um, yeah. Alex has no yeah. buys this week. Keenan Allen's on a buy. Keenan Allen's on a bye. You get Miles Sanders is a little banged up, and he's got to play Detroit. And the one thing you can say about the Lions, I mean. Good rush defense, baby. Really good rush defense. Exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, Atlanta, probably the best running team in the in the NFL. Nothing. Absolutely nothing against the Lions. Mm-hmm. Green Bay wanted to run the ball. Nope. We, we said <laughs> we'll no. take nothing and like it. Yep. Um. Yeah, I – do I dare do this? I dare. Um, I think this is a reasonable – I think this is a reasonable pick to pick Alex, to be honest. Yeah. I don't mind the Vikings at home against Kansas City this week. I really don't. You saw their secondary. Their secondary was giving up yards to Zach yeah, Wilson. No. Yeah, no. They're, What's Kirk Cousins going to do to them? Their, def- um, their defense isn't that good. That's not that great. 
Tony Pollard's got to go to San Francisco. It's tough. That's tough. That's tough. And IU has to play Dallas. That's going to be a lower scoring game than you think. Those teams are really good defensively. You know what? Screw it. Give me Alex. Upset. No, I'm I'm with you. I think this is the perfect perfect storm for Alex. I, I agree. I think Jack just has some rough, rough matchups this week. Uh, so, yeah, I think Alex is in line to possibly take this one. He's starting. He's rolling with Jonu Smith. I like it. <laughs> the best Atlanta tight end. <laughs> That'll piss Anthony the fuck off. I'll tell you what. If Jonu Smith once again <laughs> outperforms Kyle Pitts. He will, inevitably. Inevitably. Okay. Let's go to my game against Chris. This is this is going to be rough, man. The rivalry resumes. Josh Dobbs. Yeah, the rivalry renewed. I'm certain Josh Dobbs. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm mad you got him over me because I, I, I need a backup quarterback, Michael, all right? John, I needed a quarterback <laughs> to play this week. I don't have anybody to play. Yeah, just play play Kenny Pickett, dude. He's so Kenny good. Kenny Pickett might not play. <laughs> He li- he's limited. Jimmy G to remain the starter when healthy. That's g- it, good yeah, news. when healthy. <laughs> that's really I'm about good to be news. starting Aiden, Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer at quarterback. That's that's nuts that they have to clarify that though. <laughs> like when healthy, a- Aiden O'Connell has not taken over. All right, Jimmy Jimmy G <laughs> will start if he's healthy. If he's healthy, dear lord. Um, my only hopes. I'm gonna create the case. Bijan, Houston. Mm. You know what Derrick Henry does to Houston. Oh, yeah. Bijan will do the same to Houston. Um, that's my only hope. Maybe Javante, somehow, his legs are healthy and out of the mist right before kickoff. They announce Cooper Cup coming out of the tunnel. <laughs> He's playing. What? I'm here. Isn't that the wide receiver one is back. Doesn't he have to sit out this week legally? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Really? They activated him today. Oh, really? They activated him. All right. Yes. Whoa. Cooper Cup runs out of the tunnel, and he's back. Holy cow. And then he can start over Javante. That could be it. That could be the only way I pull this off. <laughs> that being said, I was so Chris con- is going to beat me by 100. I was so confused. I was I was da- I scrolled down to Cup and I thought I was I when I closed out, I thought I was at the starting lineup, but I was like, "What the fuck? Chris is starting Keaton Mitchell?" <laughs> then I realized I was on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, Keaton Mitchell. He's in. He's in. The return window opens. It's time for me to start him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Chris is going to beat me by a million. Yeah. Yeah, my prediction is Cup does that. He's in the tunnel, but then Jonathan Taylor also comes out of the other tunnel. And then Chris <laughs> puts him in, and, and it's over. No, no. No, Jonathan Taylor's going to play. They already announced it. Oh, really? Yeah, Chris is just not starting him. Wow, yeah. I mean, I talked Instead about this. playing Alvin I, Kamara I, against New England. I talked about this on the last on the last podcast when I was like, Chris is going to have to make the tough decision to start, of who to start between Jonathan Taylor and Kamara and all these people. And Saquon Barkley. Yeah, and Saquon Barkley. I mean, oh, one of these players is going to be on his bench the whole freaking year. Time to sit Saquon. My God. Dear Lord. All right, just give me. All right. I'll give you a first for one of those players, Chris. Just just hand me one of them. I'll take him. 
so funny because they're worth more than a first. I know. <laughs> Except for Kamara. They're all worth more than a first. Yeah. Um, and then we have another rivalry renewed. This is a big rivalry week. Oh, yeah. You against Anthony. Mac Jones. He's against Patrick Mahomes. Giving him the start. <laughs> giving him the start. He's arrived. Yeah. Um, man. Tutu Atwell. You just hate to see Tutu Atwell at a starting lineup. You run in the 12 personnel, the two tight end set. We love to see it. Um, maybe running the two tight end set. We'll see. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know how I could possibly pick you here, John. I'm sorry. The magic's dying this week? Is that what you're telling me? Two tight end set doesn't work. You no. got to start Gus Edwards, man. No, Laporta's going off. Kittle's going off. I don't want Gus. Gus Bus. This guy sucks. <laughs> but it would be funny if uh, you play Kittle, who Anthony has notoriously called mid yeah. this whole week. Anthony, but, why, pops. why are you calling George Kittle mid, all right? God. It's coming from the guy who's starting Kyle Pitts. Freaking Chris McCaffrey could be on my team, and Anthony would call him mid, all right? It's, not mid. It's just whoever's on my, mid. whoever's on my team is mid to Anthony. All right. Probably thinks A chain is as a bust. He's, he's this is a fluke. All right. He's mid. He's mid. He's, he's mid, John. He's mid. Come on. I'll give you a third for A chain, maybe. Or sorry, I <laughs> forgot. I forgot we got we got to call him A Chan. I forgot that's his real name. Oh yeah, it's A Chan is so much cooler. Yeah, I know. A Chan. Sorry. A Chan. Um, you know what's not mid though John finishing as the tight end 17 the tight end 43 and the tight end 17 and then the tight end 31 oh who did that that is who did that I wonder who who. would do that Hmm. that couldn't possibly be former number one pick Kyle Pitts could it (laughs) uh you know what Michael I don't think that's mid I think that's worse than mid I think that's I agree I think that's it's bad (laughs) I think that's a bottom bottom tier so how many teams are there in the nfl john uh, 32 i think you know who's the tight end 29 oh, god. kyle oh, pitts. pitts god anthony calling my tight end mid when you are starting this man every week even <laughs> Absolutely if you, pathetic. even if even if george kittle's mid that's an upgrade to to what you're starting right now all right kyle the pitts yep all right, but you will win. You're gonna you're gonna be you're still gonna win. Yep. Congrats. Okay, new segment on the podcast before we wrap up. The pick of the week, the Rice Times pick of the week, and um, what we're doing is we're looking at spreads for this week. And uh, when I bet the NFL, I've actually done okay this year. I don't like to take big spreads. It doesn't go well. Um, there's a few games that I'm looking at here that just look weird. They just don't make sense. Mm. Um, one of them that I really... There's two games I really like. But I'm just going to pick one. One is a really weird line. Let me hear. Minnesota hosting Kansas City. This line opened at... What did it open at? Let me look at the Action Network, actually. Because I know it's it's down to Kansas City minus four. Okay, it's going down. Kansas City on the road, back-to-back weeks, and they're only laying four to a one-in-three Vikings team. Interesting. Doesn't that just look weird to you? As someone who, yeah, that looks a little weird. I mean, 
I can see it as someone who watches the NFL consistently my whole life. I could see this being a Vikings win. I could see it. But the Vikings are just bad this year. They just, they're not good. But, John, that's the thing. You, you don't, you don't bet these, like, great teams. Like, you don't. You don't bet the Chiefs. You never bet. The you don't Chiefs. bet the Chiefs. You, you don't. You don't. You, I can't just walk to the sports book and be like, I got the Cowboys. I got the Chiefs. <laughs> I got the Bills. I got the Dolphins. No. We got a good day. Like you can't do that. This line was as high as Kansas City minus six. Wow. Now it's four. This is weird. And you know what? Twenty-seven percent of bets are on the Vikings. Wow. Yet the line is dropping. Bad. Why would that be? That means Vegas knows something. Vegas knows something. Um, that's not my play, but that would be up there. That's my second favorite. My favorite bet of the week is the Falcons coming home. Embarrassing loss in London. Desmond Ritter's terrible, man. It's mm, awful. Bad. Texans riding high, playing well. Beat Jacksonville. You know... Um, beat Pittsburgh, killed them, absolutely killed them. Why are the Falcons two-point favorites? Falcons look terrible. Why are they two-point favorites? Why are they two-point favorites? That's a Ride good question. into the sun. Give me Atlanta, the pick of the week, the wow. Rice Times pick of the week. Atlanta minus two. Atlanta minus two. I, I, I could see it. It could be a bounce-back week. I could definitely see it. Were the, were they are have they been away two games in a row? Yeah, they like home. They were in London last they, week. They like home. They like their home. Mm-hmm. It's clear they like their home. They won their two games at home. Now they're going back home. Houston still, mm-hmm. despite the fact Houston's looking good, they still got a young quarterback. It's not going to be like they're they're not going to blow away the world. Like it's still going to lose some. Stroud's going to be inconsistent. No, I mm-hmm. agree. I agree. This is a good. This is a good lock, Michael. That's my play of the week. Do you have a play, John? Um, I don't have a play. I I don't know any lines. Okay. Give me a lines um, and I'll give me a line and I'll tell you. Well, I like see. the Detroit's, Lions. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Detroit's a ten point favorite at home. You can't be laying ten points. Nah, in yeah. I mean, um, they have pretty convincingly won their past two games, and Carolina's zero and four. Yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, you can't lay 10 points. Um, let's see. Other weird ones. Tennessee is a two-point favorite at Indianapolis. New England is a one-point favorite over the Saints at home. Um, I don't know. I, I like home teams in the NFL. I like home dogs especially. Um, and that's why I would like like Minnesota this week. you got to bet on bad teams if you're going to win in the NFL. I mean – Look at last week. Like, you bet on a team like Tennessee against the Bengals. Outright win, blowout. You bet on a team like the Jets. You cover. It's just, it's weird, man. The NFL's weird. The Texans. Nobody likes the Texans because, well, they didn't until last week, but the Texans weren't considered good. Yeah. Texans blowout win. Yeah, it's because NFL's just like a it's such a high parody it's the only sports league that has so much parody to be honest like it's like i i think in our minds we 
We're like, this team good, this team bad. They always win. The good team always will win. Um, but they and Not the case. Not the case in the NFL. This is like one of the sports where just anything, it feels like anything can happen. Um, and, right. And, yeah. Uh, because, and it's mainly because it's just the NFL has, there's a lot of talent spread across all these teams. So it's not like yeah, any, any. a lot of parity in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. I mean, hey, the Cardinals beat the Cowboys two weeks ago. Let's exactly. put it that way. Exactly. Like any given week, one of these teams can just like put it together or just have a really good game plan against another team. Uh, coaching plays a big part in the NFL as well. So It does. All right, Rice Dynasty. I want you all to go to bed and just in your heads, I want you to have this dream. Cooper Cup. Running out of the tunnel, points wow. to the screen, looks Chris dead in the eyes and says, Chris, you're going down. <laughs>